What's up, everybody? See here, uh, Supreme Being. We do this podcast every Monday and Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Doing a little bit early. Uh, first and foremost, this uh, podcast is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you guys need anything, go to teambcsoul.com and shoot us a message. Or you can reach out to me personally for all of your real estate needs nationwide and worldwide now because we have partners everywhere. Uh, if you guys are in the real estate world and you're interested in working with us, go to partnerwithteambc.com. Check that out. Watch the video. If it makes sense to you, then you can schedule a call with us and we'll chat. And lastly, uh, Modern Success my family, my tribe. Uh, if you guys are interested in joining my mentorship slash coaching with Modern Success, you can go to briancasella.com or the link in my Instagram bio if you follow me there. I just recently added a Modern Success light version, right? That's a little bit more affordable if you're newer and maybe you're on a tight budget because of this whole quarantine and coronavirus bullshit, all right? So I have a special guest today, uh, the queen of BC, Loida. What's up? <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> cool. And I wanted to bring you on. I know it's kind of last minute. I literally just called her like two minutes ago and said, hey, yeah. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> um, you know, I wanted to ask her a lot of stuff because, uh, you know, she, it was initially forced into the limelight because of everything that I do, but now she's kind of branched off and done her own stuff in regards to social media. So she has her own following and her own brand and platform, even with team BC and outside of it. And, you know, I do get a fair share amount of women who follow me and her too. I mean, what was it like 50, 60% of your following is women, right? Or more? Yeah. Almost 60% is women. Wow. So, and that's cool. And she has uh, about 50, is it 50 or 60,000 subscribers now? I'm about to hit 60. It's 57,000. Sweet. <laughs> so we're getting up there. Hell yeah. I'm about yeah. To hit those uh, six figures soon and then get your little plaque, which I still haven't ordered from YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask a couple things. Um, you know, when you started uh, real estate with me, um, I want to hear it from you, maybe from people around you or things that you thought that would be kind of roadblocks for you. Like as an example, with me, it was you're too young. Um, you've never done, you know, a business stuff. You're not a people's mm -hmm. person. Um, did you hear stuff maybe from the woman's side? Like, oh, you, no one's going to trust you because you're a young woman. Did you hear anything like that? And if you did, can you talk a little bit about it? Because that stuff, um, I think, is what haunts people when they get into a business like this. Yeah, for me, back then, I remember one of the things was in regards to being a woman, safety, just because open houses, door knocking, um, along with that, the fact that we didn't have consistent income. There wasn't a paycheck every single month or every two weeks. So that was something that was kind of scary. And then people even around me would be like, well, how are you going to kind of survive if you don't have this income coming in and you don't know when your next paycheck is going to be. But ultimately I knew and just seeing you and what you had done uh, that I, if I pretty much mirrored and did everything that you did, I was going to have success and I just had to stick to it. And of course this was not going to be easy and it was not going to be glamorous, but I knew that the long-term goal, I was going to reach it. And that's what pushed me to, to stay consistent and just do it. So the formula basically still applied to you. It wasn't like you had to do anything special, right? Yeah, correct. So why do you think so many women will look at you and say, well, she did it, but I can't? I think there's just um, maybe a lack of confidence. Um, the mindset, that's ultimately what's really going to push you or stop you from wanting to pursue something. I knew for me in being in this business that if I succeeded, it meant that I was going to live a better life for myself and my family. So I was going to do whatever it took. I mean, you knew me even before I got into real estate and you saw that 
whatever I dedicated myself to do and, and wanted to achieve, it got to a point that I did do that. So I feel that sometimes a lot of people, whether it's men or women, they kind of see themselves or see being a woman as a disadvantage thinking, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not aggressive enough or people are not going to trust me or people don't want to work with women. They only want to work with men. When in reality, they don't. They just want to know that you can actually get the job done, especially if you're a woman and you are confident, you're more than likely getting the business compared to a man. I agree. And that's something I've said. I said, uh, you know, you guys have an advantage. Your looks can actually be an advantage. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But right now I wanted to ask you, there's a lot of women and even men who approach me and say, well, uh, and I'll direct the, the question to you in regards to women, but even men tell me, well, I'm not a good looking guy. So I'm sure women tell you, well, I'm, I consider myself ugly. Is, is it going to hold me back? Do you think looks play a very important role in business or not so much? No, I completely disagree with that. I think that ultimately it comes down to your skills and how you speak and how you communicate. And the fact that if you can come across as someone confident that a buyer or seller can see in you that you're actually someone that they can trust to purchase or sell their biggest asset, that's what's most important. Not so much your looks because sometimes, and I mean, I see the comments in my YouTube videos where people say, oh, she only gets business because she's pretty. <laughs> but they don't see all of the hours of training that I have done, of cold calls, of role playing, that has gotten me to the point where I'm at. Now, if you have the looks and you have the brain and the skills, then you're like a lethal weapon, you're gonna just take over, but it's not just about the looks, that's not what's gonna make you succeed in this business. I mean, if anything, your looks have cost this business, remember? Yes. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I remember people have not wanted to work with me because their significant other was jealous that I was going to take their husband, whatever, even though they were like 70 years old. But anyway, that's wrecker. another story. Yeah. That's another story. Funny. <laughs> and then you have like the little boxing gloves. I wonder woman boxing gloves. Right oh yeah. You can see them. Yeah. They're there. <laughs> Kick ass too. So, you know, and I asked you that because that's common common things. Now, what I find, and then I'll pass this question to you because you deal, I know a lot of the, the people who DM you to are women. When someone DMs me like a guy or a woman, I notice those are like, um, like band-aid stories, right? There's an underlying issue that they have, but they're just saying, oh, I'm not pretty enough or something like that. Is that mm -hmm. kind of what you're seeing too? When you talk to people, it's they claim one thing, like they'll claim that it's their looks, but in reality, they just lack the motivation or the skill set or the drive to actually do it. Yeah, the biggest thing that I hear is that they're shy and they're introverts. That is a reoccurring theme all the time. And many of them come to me and say, how am I going to succeed in sales when, you know, your primary job is just talking to people and I'm so shy and I'm an introvert. And how do I get over that fear of talking to strangers and calling? And, you know, I put myself, I was in those same shoes, but what made me gain the confidence was knowing what I was going to talk about and delivering it in a way that sounded confident that even if the other person um, didn't know me, they would have never guessed that I was a brand new agent. Yeah. You know, one thing I remember from early on was you're by my side for a long time, even while you were getting licensed. And I'm sure for you, uh, listening to what I was saying and then seeing it in person, it kind of made it real. And then you saw it's a lot of work, but it's really not that complicated. You just have to get pretty good at, you know, communication and that kind of stuff. Why do you think even with that said, and you understanding that I make videos saying it's simple, so do you, but people still can't figure it out. Like, what do you think is going on? 
I think that maybe they have something internal, like a conflict or maybe um, a situation that they've been through in the past where they were embarrassed in front of someone or somebody called them out on, on a stupid question or something like that, that they still hold into their head thinking that the same scenario is going to play out when they talk to a stranger, when they door knock someone. Maybe they've seen movies where people get their door slammed and they're thinking that that's exactly what's going to happen to them. But once you actually go out there and do it on your own and you see that it's not that bad, that's kind of how I got over the fear of, of just going up to strangers and doing what I had to do to make sure that I could set an appointment or, or get a listing. Yeah. So what were some of your initial thoughts when you started kind of like shadowing me in the beginning and seeing what I was doing on a daily basis? Initially, I, I remember even before I got into real estate and you told me that you would have to door knock and cold call. I thought that that was just so embarrassing. And I told myself, oh my God, I am never going to do that. And this is before I even considered real estate. Yeah. So it's funny because fast forward now, I mean, that's all I do. But that's initially what I thought. I thought that was embarrassing because for me, it was like, oh my God, I have to go and talk to a stranger. That's like so embarrassing. What if they don't like me or what if they don't like what I say? Or what if I sound stupid? Yeah. Um, but over time, once I started to learn and see what you were doing and seeing that you come from a place to actually wanting to help people and you knew what you were talking about. And if someone had a question, you had an answer for, an answer for it then I was like, oh, you know, it's actually not that bad. And yeah, you're not getting paid hourly or you see a paycheck every two weeks. But if you do make a sale, you're getting tens of thousands of dollars compared to just having like a regular job. Yeah, I know. Right. And uh, I remember like uh, when I got that little rat hole apartment that was 400 square feet and I yeah. got the Audi, that was all within a couple months. What what was it like for you seeing that? Because you were seeing, you know, like in a span of three or four weeks, I was getting like a check for 8,000, 10,000, 12,000. Is that kind of what lit the light bulb in your mind? Like, wow, this is real. Like everything he's doing actually bears fruit. Yeah. And once I saw you doing it, I saw, well, if Brian could do it, I can do it too. I just have to get to his level of skills and confidence and knowing how to speak to other people and listen to what their needs might be. You know, another thing I remember too is... Uh, as you were learning, I would put you many times in a position where you were like looking over your shoulder for me to help you. And I'm like, nah, you got it. Can you walk people through a scenario or two like that? Because I think those are key moments where you come into your own like, oh, I can do this, but it requires you, you know, taking that call or letting a seller know that, you know, the appraisal came back like 10,000 below the sales price. But I'm like, no, you have to handle it. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think those are those key moments that make an agent from like average to really good? Yeah, I remember the very first listing that I got, which was an old man that I cold call, James, out in Laguna Niguel. Um, I set the appointment, everything went great. We took the listing. Uh, once the buyers had done their inspection, they sent a list of pretty much like five or 10 items that they wanted not only repaired, but they wanted credits. And I remember going to you and being like, how do I present this to the seller? But I remember going to you thinking to myself and being like, oh my God, I hope that Brian says that he'll just call the seller. <laughs> and then you told me, oh, well, you got to call him and tell him what the situation is and give him the options. I'm like, okay. And then I remember going back to my computer and sitting there like, I know I need to call him, but I don't want to call him. And I remember even being upset and pissed because I'm like, fuck, man. 
Brian didn't help me out here. Like I went to him so he can make the call, not me. So anyway, I ended up making the call and it's happened every time where you have put me in that situation where I have to make a call or, or talk to someone that I really don't want to because I have to deliver a news that is probably the opposite of what they want to hear. But because I have done it and I lived through that situation and I'm still alive, I learned how it is that I have to communicate with someone. And also you just have to grab the bull by the horns and do what it takes. I mean, it's part of this business and it has helped me to the point that now, five years later, I rarely go to you for anything. I try to figure out things on my own before I have to go to ask for your help. Just because all these years you have already kind of trained me and put me in situations where I got to figure things out on my own. Because I remember, and now I know that you put me through those situations in the event that if you're not around, I got to know how to handle a situation. And yeah, that's where we're at now. Yeah. And then that really builds character as an agent. Well, just as a person in general, but in the end, I'm sure every situation, whatever you thought was going to happen, it was never as bad as you imagined it was going to be. Right. No. And I've learned over time that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to be. And there's always a solution for, for everything. And even, I mean, even recently there's been times that I'm in a transaction and something happens where like, either a buyer or seller is freaking out and then they kind of like ruin my mood for a few minutes. But I tell myself, okay, everything's going to be fine. They're just overreacting. It's not my fault. There's nothing I can do. And then the next day, like things get resolved and everyone's happy again. Right. I know. Uh, that's the story of real estate, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, what's it like now, you know, fast forwarding now, you're still doing your thing, you're still producing a lot, but now you've kind of graduated too, to where you're kind of playing a leadership role in the team. Um, you know, how, how has that transition been from not only just producing, but also now being in charge of like assistance, you know, you have Kevin, which you're kind of a senior <laughs> agent to Kevin and all that. How has that uh, shifted from just being a producing agent to now producing, but also being in a leadership role? I have always seen myself as, as like someone with a very entrepreneurial business mindset. So seeing you grow this team and now putting me in a position where I can also lead the team and train someone and oversee someone just makes me happy and excited because it not only grows me as an individual in the leadership role, but it also grows us as a team to continue doing business and getting our brand out there. So um, I personally have always been that type of person. Even you have seen me, I'm like a nerd with all the tech stuff, but now I get to also see what people are doing and train them and teach them so that they're also successful behind the scenes. So it makes me excited. Yeah. Now, um, how have you enjoyed or how have you kind of witnessed the whole expansion? Because now we're in different cities now. Mm -hmm. like did you think that was going to happen because I always kind of had it in my mind and we had talked but were you kind of surprised that it happened when it happened and how it happened or was it just like oh I knew this was going to happen I knew that it was going to happen eventually but I feel that it, it just kind of happened pretty fast this year mm -hmm. because we had talked about it in the past I have thought about it but I feel like in in the span of a couple of months it was just kind of like okay you know we have these people in place mm -hmm. and we've been talking about it and then like three months later okay we have officially announced and we're now worldwide, nationwide. Right. 
you know, and, and when I look back, uh, you know, with everything you've done, with everything I've done, like grassroots, like building this from the ground up, starting, and you were there from pretty much the beginning. I mean, I was yeah. only in the business a little bit before you joined. Isn't it crazy that, uh, you know, in, in seven years time, it's gone from one person wanting to get into real estate to now like social media, you have a brand, yeah. I have a brand, the team has a brand, we're nationwide now. Like, how does that make you feel seeing that? Because you witnessed it from a position that, uh, you know, very few people have seen because I started social media, but you've been there, right? It's different watching it on videos, five minute videos versus being there every day while this thing is being built, right? Yeah, it's almost surreal. Yeah. Because I remember when you did, I remember when you told me that you were thinking about getting into real estate. And then when you started going to your courses and your classes, and obviously you have transitioned and, and it's been a complete transformation for you as a mentor and as a leader. So to see it from back then to where we are now, it's just sometimes I'm like, it, it's so crazy. I still remember being in your little apartment and me putting together and starting the newsletters because we didn't have anything going on and me getting super excited about this new program that I found. And I remember going to you, Oh, I think we're going to use this and give me all your contacts. And I would put them in a spreadsheet yeah. to now to the point that we have a virtual assistant and we have a team member and we have other agents in other States. I mean, that is the whole purpose of why we got into this business. And ultimately we just want to continue to grow to the point that, you know, we are still, we have the brand presence, but maybe we are not on the phones every single day, hammering the phones. And I remember you telling me when I started, you know, the whole point is for you to be a top producing agent, build your business in the first couple of years to then later on, you don't have to be making the calls, but people are actually calling you. Yeah. Now we have the fancy office. You have your fancy Porsche with a loud startup. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's crazy. And so what, what's next for you in the next like year or two? Like what, what personally do you want to accomplish as far as like your goals? Cause we have the team goals obviously, but more so mm -hmm. like you, what do you want to accomplish in the next 12, 24 months? So in the next 12 months, I want to be able to purchase my own property, whether it's a, a duplex or multi-units. That is something that I definitely want to do. Um, probably not going to be in California because everything is way too expensive here. So who knows where that's going to be, but that's definitely one of my goals. I also want to continue expanding my brand and reaching more women that are not just real estate agents, but also in sales that are lacking that confidence and just want to feel more empowered. So I see myself speaking and traveling and doing more training events, empowering women. Yeah. And I know uh, as we're wrapping up here, I know you have that new agent bootcamp that you're doing, right? Yes. So I have a new real estate agent bootcamp. It will be starting on August 12th. And it's specifically for anyone that had recently got licensed or is in the process of getting their real estate license, or maybe they have been a real estate agent for the past couple months, but they're still completely lost. They have no idea what to do. They don't have systems. They don't have a schedule. They don't have goals any of that, this bootcamp is specifically to train an agent, pretty much military style training, like how I was trained by you to make sure that they know exactly what to do to become successful. Awesome. So if they want to check that out or sign up, uh, where do they go? They could just go to my website, lloydavelasquez.com forward slash new agent. Cool. I'll put that in the description. Any uh, last words of wisdom for the ladies and all the listeners? 
you know, just stay consistent in whatever it is that you're doing and stay focused. There's always going to be outside noise and people trying to distract you. But as long as you know what your goals are and what your motivation is to succeed, you just have to stay focused. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for doing this. Yes, of course. Lloyd of V from Team BC, right? You like that, right? Cool. Exactly. All right, guys. Supreme being every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, if you want to check out that New Age of Bootcamp, I'll put the link in the description. Uh, check that out. And then uh, we'll see you guys next week. Same place, same time. Peace.